of the tipsy music happy hour it's good to be back after our first five weeks are done we are back and recording in the studio and first and foremost i have to my left drew east my man to my west my right hand man to my left and of course drew er, (laughs) or of course murph dog right now murph Murph dog is out of town so from the bullpen we have our nashville local our hosts in the bullpen Corey, how's it doing, Corey? Uh, how's it oh, going? We're doing, we're doing, doing it. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm back. Oh Daddy's, yeah, Daddy's back. He's a unicorn. And of course, our guest today, DJ Grant Fisher, the biggest and the best DJ in Nashville. How you doing today, Grant? What up, fellas? Wow. Well, we've been having a good time here before we even got started. We've uh, had shots of tequila, some Moscow mules, some shots of uh, moonshine, and some cappuccinos yeah. or uh, espressos. Trying some uh, banana. Yeah, my heart's beating <clears throat> real fast. Yeah. But yeah, we're feeling good. Oh, yeah. So uh, this is going to be after our first five episodes uh, airing, I think it was like June 28th. Should have this will down. be, yeah. This Guess is what day June 28th six. is? What is that? It's my birthday. Ooh. No way. Yeah. This is perfect. No way. Perfect. Yes. That was not even planned, folks. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Uh, as a heart attack. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Well, that's awesome. Well, shit, you guys, we're going to have to throw a rage when this thing comes out. So we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll have a big announcement when it comes. So uh, that's what she said. But, yeah, so quick subscribe <laughs> reminder. Uh, link in the bio at TipsyPod on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and of course, we're a subsidiary of Tipsy Music. To my left, Drew East <laughs> is my on. second intro of the day. Yeah, and then Glad Corey, to be here. and then Glad to be DJ Grand Fisher. What, what? Just go ahead and just throw out all your handles so we make sure people know how to follow you. You know, the majority of them are DJ Grant Fisher at DJ Grant Fisher. Perfect. Right. Yeah. Perfect. Easy yeah. enough. Yeah, simple. And uh, a nice little surprise we have for you, folks, today is DJ Grant Fisher is giving us some music to listen to to bring us out in D Bones Pullout. So. Uh, <laughs> look forward to that. Pull out couch. Or? Yeah, yeah. We we'll, we'll be playing that later. So uh, and that's on SoundCloud uh, as we speak. Uh, but yeah, perfect. Well, uh, of course, uh, hashtag one in a million podcast, uh, and of course, so hashtag be fears. So hashtag one in a million. So you're telling me there's a chance. There's a there's a chance. So yeah. Um, that's a dumb and dumber joke, Grant. There's, there's oh, no, I'm well aware. Okay, good. Just a lot of yeah. people don't know that. The sequel sucks. It's, it's been, that one I agree with that. Of all time. Yeah. The sequel was very disappointing. But yeah, so uh, diving into our first segment. Man, I'm rusty as hell, man. It's only been like yeah, a couple man. of weeks. Well, it's been cool because this is the first episode we're recording since we released everything. Gotten and all our feedback. massive success. It's been cool. It's been a lot of fun. We've surpassed all of our goals substantially. Debone, Debone, real quick, mind. real quick. What do you think... What are your uh, What are your personal notes on yourself? What do you think you, uh, you know your your strong spots, your weak spots? What, what might you need to work on as a podcaster? Ooh, thanks for putting me on the spot. Um, I would say get less drunk on some episodes and uh, 
have a consistent voice. My voice has like 40 different pitches, I feel like. It's like, <laughs> what's going on, man? It's like D-Bone D- <laughs> could be multiple different people. But hey. Who knows? Certainly can. Um, also, some episodes are more cognizant. Some episodes are a little slower. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's, but that's, I think, due to the drinking. Um, but anyway, certainly. Uh, we'll dive into our first segment, Nash It Out. Uh, we talk about little local things going on here in Nashville, music industry, kind of all the above. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about today because it's been a while since we've come together. Um, first one, it's kind of a sad story. Uh, about a, a, a young fellow was uh, hooking up with his math teacher, a little kid in uh, high school um, who passed away recently. Uh, got too many high fives. Oh, so, man. Sad story. Uh, Isn't that a stand-up comedian's joke? <laughs> yeah, I did steal it from someone um, the week. I knew it. I've heard I literally added before. this to my outline as we were out, and it, <laughs> it did not land as I'm saying it. Yeah, I don't um, get it. The other joke I was told, <laughs> which might not land, so we're going to try that anyways, too. Um, Heat calculus. The uh, Nashville got a new state bird, which it's a city, so that makes sense. It's the crane. Get it? Because all the cranes outside. <laughs> Oh, I said that one a couple times. This is painful. Night. You need a yeah, but actually that times. used to be the button where Corey's intro is. That literally was <laughs> there Thanks, last Corey. week. Yeah. Oh my oh, goodness. So I'll do the. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got. Yeah. Uh, a little jazz guitar, um, but also sorry. So big big news here as we've launched. We've we've got some stats. We got some numbers. Who's listening to us and where? You would think Nashville would be number one because we just pester the shit out of everyone we know to subscribe and listen. We even have Murph Dog on the streets stealing phones, subscribing, and then chucking the phones in the road. Uh, but for some reason, our number one city is Hugh, Ohio. H U O. Say that again. Did you have a. Oh, Ohio. Huge following in Iceland. Yeah. That's actually number three. Razorvik. But yeah. So. Wild. I've, you don't know anyone from Ohio. I don't know. I, I know it's for lovers. That's all I know. No, that's huh. Virginia. No, you're a fallout boy? What? Isn't it? Ohio is for lovers. No, losers. Kenny Chesney says Virginia is for lovers. Well, yeah, well, anyways. What does Luke Bryant say? Uh, he says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you go. weren't ready. You weren't ready. Um, I'm always ready. <laughs> oh, he does sound like Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. Georgia. Georgia's for lovers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but do you want to do a quick shout out? Um, last week, uh, D-Bone got to go attend the uh, little celebrity softball tournament with Terry Bradshaw and crew with uh, Bradshaw Bourbon and I uh, want to give a shout out to two fellow podcasters, Dads Drinking Bourbon and Bourbon with Friends Podcast. Solid dudes. Know a lot more about bourbon than I do, uh, and most of us do, but definitely give them a listen. Awesome guys. Uh, also, July is just around the corner because it's airing at the end of June. Um, and our, we got a new promo code for all the gear that no one's buying. And uh, that promo code is GFISH in honor of Grant Fisher here in front of us. So, Go out and buy that stuff. Yeah. Tipsymusic.com. Fish around. And uh, it's under the tab store. We got t shirts, hats, phone cases, condoms, everything. It's all made in the USA. Most of it. Reusable. Oh, God. (laughs) But yeah. Just kidding. It really is. Um, Just uh, pull the tag out and you're good. 
And the last last thing I have to update on is we actually finally did the damn food challenge. All right, good. I was about to ask that. I was yeah. about to bring that up and make sure we're covering T-Bone did the food challenge, and he did it what well. What was the number? What was the number? Yeah. So, well, at uh, Jack Brown's, they, the fried Oreos, you know, I told you I was, I was ready for this. They're Because I do fried huge. Oreos every Sunday. They're usually about yay big. Which and is how big, since we don't have a visual. See, you're good at that, and Drew's good at that. You guys <laughs> appreciate that for, okay. for the listeners. So it's like an Oreo with like a little bit more layering on it. Not that much bigger. Usually. Pancake batter. But these guys, I swear they deep fry each one individually with pancake batter, so there's like an inch around this yeah, bad boy. They're big. They're yeah. like hush puppies. They are big. Is this a double stuffed or a mega stuffed Oreo? Uh, double. Okay. Double. Okay. Oh, I know my Oreos. So this is serious. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we went into it thinking, um, so I, I guess the reasoning was there's a Jack Brown's in Hillsborough, I believe, where mm. the record currently is 20. So let's we not, let's not focus on that. Well, we went into it thinking, all right, the number is twenty one. That's what we're going for. Is this a competition you created? No, no, it's on the board. No, it's a real it's on the board. My yeah. name is now. How on the many board. can you eat? Competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So and, uh, D Bone is on the board officially. But we, but we got there, and the board said thirteen. 13. And I was like, oh, it's easy. And then they brought these bad boys out. I was like, oh shit. So I had one, had two, Shoot, and I said, I said here, this is already unenjoyable. <laughs> is it one of those things where you at least get a glass of milk? Nope. Uh, nope. Nothing water. to drink? Water. Uh, water. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was crushing the but water. But also, uh, we did go into this kind of on a, me and, or Drew and I, proper English, yeah. uh, we're at a music video, mm-hmm. had not even planned this, I had two white claws, I said, today's the day, let's just do this. <laughs> so we rolled over there and just did it. And uh, so yeah, D-Bone is on the wall. Tipsy pot is on the wall. It was awesome. It's good stuff. It was, but, uh, it was it was really great being a bystander, not having to uh not having to do it myself. You know how he's so he's so great and supportive because he just the whole time he's like he ordered himself a few and he yeah, goes, I got six myself. Oh man, these are big. This is gonna be hard. <laughs> these are this is too much. I can't even finish two. I'm just like, God jeez. Drew, like say well, something better. The guy so the guy Again, Zach Brown like said he, he said he, oh, he goes geez. all right well normally you know people kind of they hit the wall at 8 or 9. He said that's the number where everyone you can really see it on their faces. There's nothing there to amp me up to do better. <laughs> can you eat it in one bite? No. 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 They're like hush puppies if not bigger. At least two bites it takes. Oh. At least maybe 3. <laughs> 3 minimum. Yeah. They're big. They're. I mean, they're. They're almost the size of my fist. I, I mean, didn't eat anything for twenty four hours. Le, no, legitimately. I mean, maybe they a are, little bit smaller. That's but what threw me off. For those of you not in the studio, he has very small hands. So. <laughs> <laughs> you tiny hand, motherfucker. That ain't the only thing that's small. <laughs> <laughs> you know they say about tiny hands. <laughs> well, yeah. Tiny well, that, toes. <laughs> well, that brings me to my next segment. There you go. There you go. Yeah. You know, you Refreshing. know what? Whenever I'm drinking or eating, <laughs> fill it to the top. You know, you know. Oh, what? Don't oh, splash! Yeah. Don't splash! A little splash. Never hurt anybody. Uh, you know, when it comes to eating Oreos, you know, it's something that I always have room for. It's a little wine teaser, you know. Uh, you know how much alcohol wine teaser has? Grand, just take a random guess. Seven. That's a little high. Close. Six point five percent. Six point five percent. So is that right, correct? Right Smart above. Man. It is mm-hmm. right above average. Mm-hmm. Right above average. <laughs> and uh, of course, it's naturally gluten free. You don't want to ever force that. And uh, it it's is digestive or digestive. If that you know helps you digest <laughs> Oreos. Oh yeah. So next time I need to cycle it in there while I'm doing it. I You're mean, quite the wordsmith. Yes, he is. I would love to dip an Oreo into that oh, wine mm. teaser. 
<laughs> no, how about that this banana? Dirty. How about this banana pudding right here? Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Old smoky uh, banana pudding moonshine. Sorry. Are you sorry. encroaching wine on our ad read? No, sorry. Wine with teaser. another Encroached, product? Encroaching. God. And then, uh, but yeah, it's made with uh, wine and black tea. And of course, we are still sitting here pretty with peach flavor. Don't even know if we need any more flavors, but I hear we got more in the works. But yeah. There's a random thing I can't get off my mind at the moment. Let's, let's hear it. This is Why a- back when we were kids... They uh, Oreo commercials. Why was it cool to twist them off, lick them, and then put them back together? Wait, to claim it. I can't get what? it out of my head. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> claim it. Oh, you're gonna have to define <laughs> that. Oreo. Mark your territory. Yeah, wait, this one's mine. wait. Didn't they? Uh, didn't you like? Wasn't the thing to lick it? The guy take two of them the and then put the two together. <laughs> no, I don't remember seeing one where they combined them. Yeah, I mean that's the only reason that would make I sense. I just saw them go lick. Then pop it. Maybe it's like a maybe it's a fetish or something. Yeah, yeah, something going on. Indoctrination starting young. That's gross. How dare you, Nabisco? (laughs) Way to take it there, you dirty bastards. Kids are still in counseling for that. Probably, (laughs) probably never gonna have that sponsor. (laughs) What's wrong with that guy? Oh, he had Oreos as a young child. Had to start double stuffing them because yeah. (laughs) And then you know what? Just because that wasn't enough, we're gonna mega stuff this Oreo. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, white, seriously. Stuff. Anytime I go anywhere, they have Oreos on the, you know, whether it be someone's house or a restaurant, and they use single stuff. I'm just like, this is this is useless. This is yeah. useless. I was yeah, raised amateurs, with double stuff. Yeah. Amateurs. But I kind of yeah. want. I kind of want to go back to Jack Brown's right now. You've lived here your whole life, uh, for the most part. Do that afterwards. How long have you lived here? Woo! Three years. Wait, who is that? Uh, oh, what's in there? Oh. uh... D-bone. Yeah, our investor's not here right now. <laughs> yeah, he's not here. <laughs> that douchebag. I was talking about the city. You yeah, know. we're Nashville. D-bone. Love yeah. Texas. You lived here three years? Yeah, and, D-bone. Um, I've been here. I moved here five years ago, but I spent two years in Atlanta in that time frame. Okay, so then the question's for you. Oh, Just no. out of sheer curiosity. Been here for life. What, uh, I feel like this is applicable now, especially during COVID. So what was wild is when COVID was kind of letting up a little bit, uh, I went out on a one of those bus tours, you know, and it took me all around the city. And I was like, all these places that I went to and like knew about. I've I've lived here fourteen years. Wow! And I was like, where did that go? Why is that closed? Oh yeah, the, what's that? Yeah, wow. name uh, three restaurants. Come on, don't Downtown. bullshit me. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Rotiers. <laughs> Has been here for ages. I think that, that one finally just that they're not here anymore. Yeah, Rotiers, I think, is one of them. Rotiers, where was that? Right there um, by the Parthenon. LCS. Damn, I never tried that. One of the best burgers around. All kind the way in Greece? Diner setup. Yes. And no. But uh, that was a really good spot. Do you remember Cabanas? I do remember that. And yeah. uh, what was it? Uh, Jackson's? Was it Jackson's? No. It wasn't Jackson's. Oh, Corey's not talking in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the place right across from Jack uh, from Cabana's that used to be open that they had a fried Twinkie? Ooh. The whole reason I thought of this is because you and I would talk about Are Twinkies not fried already. Oh, the Sunset baked? Grill. S- Sunset Grill was attached not- to it. I can't remember what it's I called. I think that one's gone now too. I think so too, dude. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. that was There's like That was like a Cabana's was dope spot. Where was it? It was right there, like, um, where, like, near 
the the E3 or the E3 Chop House and yeah. all that stuff is. Oh yeah, isn't that right the there. local the locals over there too? What is it, Hillsborough Village? Yeah, something like that. Yep. Yeah. What was it? All right, Cabana's like what was like the draw there? What did they have that was like super cool? So literally, it was this giant. It, I would say it was a old firehouse, like Ooh. like a fire station, house. like firehouse subs. <laughs> No, uh, that's my favorite. But they had cabanas running down the whole side, and they had this. Just it was a, it was it felt like a nightclub, and it was the first thing like that in Nashville. To be completely honest, that's cool. really. Did they have a pole still? No. Oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah, right. Mm. Well, wait, did they? No, they didn't. You know those Nashville girls. I like to talk to the guys that have lived here forever because they they seem to they they remember a bunch of stuff. Yeah, no, it's fun because yeah. I mean even even I've only been here. I moved here five years ago, and like the the changes. Just in five years are crazy. Oh, trying to get rid of the exit in. Oh man, not good. Oh yeah, not good. Not good. Wait, is that no? They're done. They sold that, right? I don't. Uh, I don't think I they think did. They might have revived it. I th- well, uh, yeah, I think I just saw something about them. They they are saving it. That'd be good. That was the first venue I, w- I ever went to a show when I moved here. It was Wheeler Walker Jr. You remember that guy? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. Drew's obsessed with this guy, dude. It's good country Here's music. Here's another one. It's good, clean remember, country uh, music. You've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interstate over there, uh, the Gerst House. Yeah. yeah. Where's that? Man, that was amazing. Basically turned it into a soup kitchen. Now, I don't know what's going on over there. Every now and then, you'll see like a wolf run out of there. <laughs> well, yeah, and if you couldn't get in there, you just went to Shoney's. Yeah. Was it Shoney's or did it? No, it was Shoney's. Shoney's, right yeah, across. Right well, then we had a... Uh, did you ever play at Crazy Town? Never. Never, no. really. I, no, I so all those bars... Let's see, Crazy Town, Jason Aldean's, all that. It's all TC group, mm-hmm. and most of the time, it's like they they have you do a non compete for those spots. Oh, mm-hmm. do they? Yeah, I think I've, I've only actually that. been DJing professionally in Nashville for four years. Okay, so, really? Yeah, I mean, you're pretty damn established for yeah, four years. I mean, then. shoot. Um, well, yeah, but yeah. So, with that being said, with this is we're now focused on you for this uh, the the remaining part of the episode. Of course, the, the few smaller segments we have at the end, but. Yeah, so Grant Fisher, I would say, is probably the most the number one guy we ha- we know of in Nashville as in terms of a DJ. So, uh, with that being said, only four years well, that's very nice for you to <laughs> for you to get to that point. I mean, it's I mean he's he's on top of it. Social media, he's always scheduling something. He's always out there. He's working hard, and uh, we definitely appreciate that. And of course, we've got to enjoy your work as well. Uh, the so, debauchery. Yeah, <laughs> he's always like, yeah, these guys are always hammering when we see them. <laughs> yeah, that but, just uh, means I did my job. Classic. Yeah, which is probably. <laughs> Most people that you know at that, this point, but um, yeah, hopefully we don't ever make fool of ourselves. Or fools of ourselves. Oh, I can't even talk. Too late. But, yeah, but, but yeah. So so first off, what got you into DJing? What was the uh, the big deal there? Ah, uh, long story short, moved to Nashville for music. Uh, I went to school for vocal performance. Believe it or not, singer. Wow. Um, what school? Well, I started music school at Belmont. Started going to the University of Oklahoma before I went to Belmont. Then I went to Belmont for a semester, went back to the University of Oklahoma, and graduated with a classical voice degree. Didn't know what I was doing. Uh, Just agreed to get a degree. Then moved back out here and did the band stuff, did singing, all that stuff. Bunch of studio work, background vocals, whatever. And uh, and I was like, man, this, this band thing, you know, making sure your people show up on time, like drummers and this source. I was like, man, I'm just tired of juggling all that. I just want to worry about myself. So there was this point that I just decided I wanted to DJ. So I started working on that, started practicing. I I taught myself. uh, 
And I got a job with Whiskey Jam. Uh, okay. Ward Gunther in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ward Gunther is like the freaking mayor of Nashville. Went out to Whiskey Jam last night. He's amazing. Uh, Thanks for the invite. Rock and gear. So, to be completely honest, I mean, Nashville's had DJs a long time. Uh, but on the flip side of that, I wouldn't say that it was a job that you could necessarily make a living in Nashville. That there wasn't enough work, per mm. se. Um, M Street was one of the first places I like, came through. And like, oh, we're putting DJs in all of our spots. And then they just stopped completely. But, you know, mm. it, was, it was like a side hustle, for sure. Um, and well, then Whiskey just... Row came along, Dirk's Whiskey Row. Mm. They opened. And Ward's really close with Dirk's. And, uh, you know, they went out and they got all the top DJs in Nashville, all of them. And I didn't, I mean, I was wanting to DJ, but I did not have a place to play. And Ward stuck his nug out, neck out for me. And he's like, hey, man, <laughs> nuck. I said nuck. <laughs> Because I probably played Nuck if you bought too many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What stuck his nuggets out for me? Um, it's a lot of trust there. Means oh, the same thing. He, he sticks his neck out for me. He's like, listen, man. He he goes. He he tells the director of entertainment for the whole company for Whiskey Row. He's like, I want you to give my boy a shot. This is this is Grant. Like, give him a shot. And he, and he straight up goes, Hey, man. Okay, cool. Where are you playing? I was like, Well, no, nowhere. And he goes, uh, Well, no, Ben. And Ward literally straight up goes, yeah, yeah, you are. You're going to at least give him an audition. So no one that played there had to audition, not nothing. They all were basically the top DJs in Nashville. And uh, so, you know, a week went by, whatever, nothing happened. But I kept showing up and I'd have my laptop in my bag. It was like a 2013 MacBook Pro, probably not even barely capable of doing DJing off of, but it worked. And I, wa- I walked in, and uh, entertainment director's there, and it's a, like a Wednesday or something. And, and he says, he kicks the dude off the stage that's playing, who's also auditioning or something to that degree. Three songs. And he's like, yeah, you're done. I was, he goes, Grant, you got your laptop? And I was like, uh, yeah, I do. And he, he goes, get up there and play. And so I ended up playing the whole night. It was a big success, really good night. And uh, didn't hear from him for a couple of weeks. And he goes, hey, you open this Monday night and I was just bartending at a place down in cool Springs. He goes, can you come in and play the rooftop this Monday night? I said, I'll be there. So, you know, tip the other guys out to do my side work. stuff, headed down and it was actually pretty busy. I like I packed it out. And so he's like, Hey, why don't you go ahead and play next Monday? Hey, why don't you go play next Monday? And he goes, Hey, can you do Tuesday nights rooftop? And he goes, hey, can you do Wednesday nights? And so we're four months in, right? Or yeah. two months in. And I'm playing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday on the rooftop. And I'm crushing it to the degree where, like, more people are wanting to come upstairs to watch Hell me play yeah. than downstairs. And then finally I got an opportunity to play club level. He calls me. He goes, hey, man. He goes, can you, do you think you're ready for a Saturday night on club level? And I said, damn right. And it was mine. It's been mine for four years. So that is that's awesome. Uh, but Dude. I literally came from the bottom, you know, it, it, the bottom. And I've had a lot of hate f- from it because a lot of people thought I paid my way to do that. Uh, I've gotten a lot, a lot of this, you know, talking to where, because it didn't make sense to anybody how you can just start with no place. You didn't play any place and you basically yeah. had, it, that, also, was, that, was the number one, though, right? that was the number one gig. Yeah like everyone wanted was that Saturday night whiskey row because they were the first to do it. Yeah. You know, then Aldine's opened and did the same format. Everybody's doing that format now. Mm-hmm. And so there's tons of work 
everything's cool. A lot less of that now talking. But uh, yeah, I straight up from the bottom. But you had your shot. He hustled, man. Full advantage of it. Uh, I mean, that's. uh, I love that quote about luck. Luck doesn't exist. It's luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Yes, sir. Best quote. Yes, sir. It's the truth, man. And then just to, just for anyone listening here that does manage venues and all that stuff and hasn't met Grant yet, I mean, in terms of contact and getting here on time, holy shit, Grant, 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 Grant here got like 40 minutes early, he's ready to roll, he's like, hey, what what do I need to prepare, blah, 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 like he's, oh yeah, he's on top of it, and I've, I've seen you play millions of times, and oh, not millions, but... <laughs> Jeez. It not, feels like it, though. Yeah, but no. Man, look at, I, I look at my time. schedule this week, and I'm like, what? A, I, it's one of those things where I just... I. He's a hustler. Bro, it's not even that. I literally love DJing. I freaking love it. I love entertaining people. I love being in front of people. It's it, If I was a multi-multi-millionaire, I would still work that schedule this week because I love it that much. And that's, that's what life's all about, oh, doing yeah. something that you yeah, love. Yeah, it don't feel yeah. like work. It doesn't. Now, am I exhausted by the end of it? Yeah, but... I, I do. I love it. I that's do. awesome. Well, yeah, dude. That that was a great. That's a great answer to that question, man. I'm I'm glad we opened up with that. I'll let one of you two take the next one. I, I mean, shoot, yeah, I love that story. So you said you moved here like 14 years ago. Yeah, just about. So what did you? I guess well, you went to Belmont first. So what? Like, what did you do for that first those first couple of years? I mean, what were you trying to do as far as make your way? And I've always sung. I, I've sang my whole life. It's like a natural thing. Mm-hmm. I, I Are you ever going to do like a mix where you sing in it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, hell so yeah. the project I'm working on right now, you'll hear my voice on it. Really, a few times. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I'll give myself credit for that. All of it's just going to be my record, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to use whoever's voice is best for the track is what I'm going to go for. But one of the problems I always ran into as a singer was I was able to mimic voices, but I never really like found my own, so to speak. Interesting. But in electronic music, you can change your voice to match the track, which is what I would always do. And it's totally cool. No one gives a shit if it's a great song, you know, and pop music and country music and everything. Like you really need like a unique sound. Uh, the production and the way my tracks are going to sound is going to be my sound, but the vocal doesn't need to be that. It doesn't matter. Whatever, the vocal needs to serve the track, in my opinion. So that's, that's, that's it's it's kind of cool. So to be if you're playing a, if you're playing a Saturday night, how long is that gig? That gig normally anywhere from five to six hours. So those for those five to six hours, how much time are you prepping? Are you preparing that set off off of that time? Um. <sighs> It's not one of those things where I have specific songs set for, okay, these are the songs I'm going to play, and I'm going to play this one for this one and this one. Mm. I don't do that. Uh, I really read the room. I, I look out, you know, is it 80% chicks, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to play songs that they want to hear. It, oh, is a group of Indian dudes just walked in? I'm going to play some stuff from their country. Uh, did a group of Latin people walk in, a bunch of Mexican guys or whatever country that speaks Spanish. I don't give a crap, but I'm going to play them some Spanish music. I love, some dude, I love. Some walk in, you yeah. play some Irish man, music. you're damn straight. Hell yeah. For real. <clears throat> I try to play stuff for everybody. Yeah, that was going to be another question, like as far as just like, how are you going about it throughout the show? And reading the room, I guess, is probably... I've always wanted that. I mean, I'm sure it's different with every DJ, right? Like some It people- is. Some DJs play what they want to play. And because they like it, uh, I try to find stuff that I like from every genre. Because I have so, been, 
to places where DJs will play music and people were literally like trying to just stare at the DJ like, what are you doing? Whereas well, or I've never even, seen that with you. It's always, even, it's always like going, It's going to be different damn near every time. Yeah. There are certain songs that you're going to probably hear me play more than others, but it, you're never going to predict what I'm going to play. Yeah. You're never going to know, but like, oh, I mean, I'm good. I'm not that good. He's going to play the next, <laughs> these next five songs. Right. There are 100% guys that do that. And, and some of them, it works because they play to it different hits. crowds every night. Yeah. So like no one knows they're doing it, but if you want to create a following, uh, I think it's really important to, to play different stuff. Yeah. You know, I've COVID kind of reset my, my schedule, sure. so to speak before COVID I was literally at wet whiskey row 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. So it was really challenging. I was like, okay, how do I get people to come out each night? You know, now I'm like, you know, I'm at Tin Roof one night. I'm at Dream one day. I'm at Dirty Little Secret the other day. I'm at Whiskey Row one day. And you and you DJ with Cisco as well. I met him. Uh, yeah, we're doing like a recently. fun Thursday thing. It's, okay. it's cool. Yeah. I play Super a lot nice more. Guy. Play a lot more EDM at that gig. Okay, but I mean, there is an occasion where it's like the other day it was a bunch of tourists and stuff and a bunch of woo girl bridesmaids woo. and birthday girls and so I played. We've got uh we've got the, the Woo Girl girls. So speaking of a uh, new uh, promo code in July, we've got the Woo Girl T-shirt coming out. So, oh yeah. Oh oh. Yeah. Is it a V-neck or tank top? What what's going on? It's a T-shirt. It's a T-shirt, but I can I can make it versatile. It's a crop top. It's a crop top. Well, that's fun. Yeah, but yeah. Sorry to interrupt there. No, you but didn't. Yeah. You're good. But um, yeah. So actually, this is actually something I've had in the outline for a long time. We never asked. And this is going to be perfect because I know. Uh, what's your best impersonation? Oh. <laughs> you don't even just say it. Just do it. I've heard it. Hmm. Let's see. <laughs> or if you have one better. Oh, you're going right into it. Harry Potter. He, I'm trying to do. What, what is the little. What's the little <laughs> goblin's name? The Harry Potter. Runs Harry Potter. Oh, I love you. Oh, Dobby. Dobby. Yes. Dobby. 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 Dobby's going to do a spell for you, Harry Potter, and I'm going to treat this course and make you cinema. Who's that, Dobby? Almost Dobby at the end, loves almost... you, D-Bone. He loves you. He's going to do a trick that, for you. That almost I'm not going like to sleep Sharon tonight. O- I'm not going to sleep tonight. That hey, real talk. Like Sharon Osborne at the end. That, it did, actually. <laughs> real talk. On my bucket list, I want to do... I, I want be to real. be in... <laughs> A cartoon movie, like a voice. I don't care what it is. You could do it. I would love oh, that. Oh, dude, we're going to make that happen. You could we be in... Uh, we're going to make that happen. <laughs> Shrek 12. Uh, um, what's that? Jo- no- Johnny Drama Bananas or whatever? Johnny Drama Bananas. Johnny Bananas, right? Johnny, Johnny Bananas, bananas yeah. It Johnny Bananas? <laughs> what's Johnny Bananas? From Entourage? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I know Johnny <laughs> Bananas. Yeah. Oh Shoot, we're gonna God. have to we're gonna have to get our uh, one of our future guests. I love Richie involved in. Yeah, this. we've we've mentioned Richie like twice. And that I know, happens. right? Yeah, shout out Richie Wallace. Yeah, he'll be on here. Future, and, uh, future guest. Brando Brando's gonna do a special episode, I think. Uh, future guest for his Brando. Operation Light Shine with, okay. with Matt Murphy. So, oh yeah, a little hint of what's gonna go. Um, <laughs> Grant. So I have a question. Wait, All right, what, so what did Corey asked a oh, damn question. Yeah, 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 yeah Corey, love go ahead. of God, Corey, Drew. No, I'll ask you the question you're asking. That doesn't uh, make any great sense. questions. I like to listen here. <laughs> yeah, well, we, yeah we, we've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Corey. You got to have a We'd question. like to welcome to the show the fly on the wall, Corey. Uh, <laughs> Corey Hamilton. 
I'm about to pour up another drink, boys. Yeah, I might. I might go make my. Yeah, of course. We need to refill. Let her rip. You know, I heard what Elon Musk was going to be here next week. Is that is that true? Richest man in the world. Yeah, he'll be here. <laughs> so subscribe now. Drone down. <laughs> yeah, Corey, let her rip. What, what question you got for us? Um. <clears throat> so is this your favorite city right now? If you had to choose, where you would work? Yes. Right now, hundred percent. Yeah. Makes sense. In fact, I've thought about this a lot. Like, I freaking love Florida. Love Florida. Love Las Vegas. Hell yeah. Uh, it, it is like the best home base. Being from Oklahoma, you know, small town, mostly farmland, not anymore. So you're originally from Oklahoma. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yukon, yeah. Oklahoma. Literally went to high school on Garth Brooks Boulevard. Joe so Exotic. The. Yeah, yeah. I never heard about him until COVID. <laughs> That's interesting to say the least. But you know, seriously, it, it's like you know, in Oklahoma, when you pass by somebody, you always get like someone wave to you. Mm-hmm. If you need to get over in traffic, they go let you in. They're just everyone's super sweet. And uh, Nashville is kind of a combination of that big city, like small city thing. And, so That's why you're so nice. Oh, I'm. I can be. Yeah, I yeah. can be nice. I'm pretty nice. I'm also pretty mean sometimes, but it, it, when I'm working, I could be a, a jerk. But uh, no, Nashville is a great like. It's just a great balance. Like you can get out of the city 20 minutes from here, and you like a beautiful pasture full of horses, and you can come down and get wild, you know. Mm-hmm. And the city's changing drastically, and I think I think it's somewhat good. And then some of it's kind of like, meh, I'm going to miss those places. But at the end of the day, you know, when you start hearing about MGM Grand putting in a hotel and, and these things and and some different major artists going to put you know there's there's some artists that are going to put like a major nightclub here um, that's that's going to change things a lot and we're talking like a legit because Nashville has some kind of nightclub feeling yeah. places but not and like. 11 is that something, right. is that something right. you're in the inner circle on that you're allowed to talk about or is I it can't talk about it, it. Yeah. yeah like nda stuff fair enough um, yeah. but well, if there's anything debone can help out with he will i didn't know about the, i didn't know about the mgm thing yeah yeah where's that dude going? the hole in the ground where it, the uh, nashville yards is by, yeah, by the giant the Hyatt, hole mgm grand Right there on church, we can almost right see it on from church here. right there. Yeah, really. Yeah, you pass it on church. <laughs> no shit. So, I need to see you in the bedroom. The schematics for that building. This is what's really interesting. So we've got this. What's that whole floor just happened? Right. Right. They've got an entire floor that is not. That is. It's like for whatever. Four thirteen. Yeah, yeah. How do you say it? And it is giant. We're yeah. talking like eighty thousand square feet. If you don't bet your ass that they're putting a casino yeah. in that place, first of all. They wouldn't even come here, right? Yeah. If they didn't think it was going to happen, that doesn't make any sense. They wouldn't, right? So you're going to see Nashville change, and it's going to be really cool. That's, and that's and the, news to me. One of the reasons yeah. that I'm I can't, I'm very excited to be here is because of that growth. Uh, yeah, being established. I mean, listen, boom. man. At the end of the day, my goal is to play festivals into as many human beings as possible, and take that success and and do something that changes the world so to speak like whether it be help dogs whatever you know do something amazing oh yeah so i have a non-profit me and my roommate really uh yeah we we rescue carolina dogs wow and from, it'd be awesome from, to like have a farm yeah. full of different animals and all sorts of dogs and stuff and like put a vet on retainer and like save a bunch of animals that would Dude, be that shit. is carolina awesome dogs. <clears throat> 
Carolina dog is the oldest domestic dog in the United States. It's the original North American dog. I was just going to say, like, just, just the Carolinas. What about the rest of the state? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why they call it a Carolina dog, I'm not entirely yeah. sure. Yeah, I thought it was uh, I thought it was really like from I didn't I've never heard of a Carolina dog. <laughs> yeah. It only became an official breed three years ago, but they literally find these dogs' remains that are thousands of year old. What do they have against these dogs? And what do you mean with yeah, against these dogs? To where they didn't even uh, acknowledge them. Carolina. It they thought they were mutts. Oh. They look like dingoes. Which is crazy. Oh, also, dingo, yeah. baby. It's a dingo wild, ain't wild, my baby. I'm saying dingo. I still sound like Dobby. Um, <laughs> but no, for real, these dogs, they're, they're incredible dogs. And they find Indian burial grounds with these dogs' remains. like, And we're talking like thousands of year old Indian burial grounds. Right. But they came from wolves. And they naturally occurred in the North Americas. And they're the coolest freaking dogs, man. And that nobody knows about. Like the chubacabra. You watch, mark my words. Someday, Carolina dogs, which is a sad thing to think about, people are going to like breed them in one, like, it's going to be like the cool person dog. The new golden retriever. Basically. Because they'll do it. Oh, yeah. They love everything, man. They love to swim. They love to fetch. They they just love and want to hang out with you. Yeah. Totally makes sense why they were like hanging out with the native Americans. It's weird the first picture has only three legs. Um, they're oh. not always like that, that's, right? They didn't. That's no. why they didn't. Last. No, that's that's not. That's no, no. Not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen. I mean, I might have seen one, but yeah, I could see where they might be look like a crossbreed kind of thing. But yeah, those are pretty dogs. They're cool. I would turn the computer, but I feel like I'm gonna knock over so many drinks and stuff. Um, <laughs> Google Carolina dogs sometime. Do yourself yeah. a favor. They're they're super cool. Do it. It does look like a dingo. They are actually yeah. distant related to the same wolf that the dingo came from. Same same wolf for the wild Carolina dog. dogs. Very wild dog. Hey Drew, you want you want to dive into your one question you always ask? Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess. You have, yeah. I mean, you have to. You do I it every mean, time. I mean, I got more questions, but um, for my question that I always like to ask, who's the most famous person that so you know or that you've met? <laughs> well, because I think I think eventually this question is going to change. Who knows? Um. You know, living in Ma- Nashville, you, Nashville, Nashville, you meet a lot of famous people, like a lot. Um, let's see. You know, so when I was like 21, I did American Idol, and I made it to Simon Paul and Randy I and all saw, that. So I that was kind of cool. Instagram. I think you didn't even post something like that. Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just I randomly came across a picture on my phone. I was like, this would be a funny post because mm-hmm. no one even remembers that I sing in Nashville or anywhere. They, they all that just think of me as a DJ. And so I posted that. So yeah, I met a bunch of people there. Uh, when I was real young, I went and sang in the White House and did all that and like wow, you know, sang on Good Morning America and stuff and. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> which president? Wait, which president? Was Clinton. There? Clinton. Did he, yeah. Did he ever take you in the Oval oh, Office? Oh my! Man, God. he he was he was all right. He he did have a dress on, which is weird, but Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but he he was super normal and fine. He was funny. That's but no, pretty cool. Yeah, I, I can't remember where the uh, I'd thought about this because we talked about this beforehand. <laughs> hmm. Anyways, those are some of the cool stories in terms of like famous people. Well, I, I guess met. you met you, oh, you met I, Dirks. Definitely, he yeah. he's coming there a bunch. That, he's like one of the most nice, kind people. That's awesome. Yeah, Dirk Nowinski. I heard he used to be a tech guy, so he's pretty. Uh, he's pretty tech savvy. He used to be like a IT dude. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Does he suck with IT stuff when he's around here or something? Or you know, <laughs> I asked him to fix the DJ board one time, and he's like. I got you. Yeah. Well, I read his bio one time. It said like like trying to figure out where how he got to where he is now, 
And uh, I think when he was in his early 20s or right when he moved to Nashville, he worked for a publishing or like a record label or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would have to go through old video and like make cuts to a bunch of videos and songs and whatnot. Basically just do a lot of editing. He had to do like all editing stuff. Well, I think he actually worked in like actual IT. Like I don't know about that. But. So some of the coolest instances of meeting famous people that I had was, I, so there was a stint. So I was a, 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 like a, a movie theater salesperson at Best Buy for a little bit back in Oklahoma. And that's actually the first job that I transferred to here in Nashville. Well, through that job, I met the right people and Best Buy always did like a $2 million, $3 million production show for all their like management staff and stuff every year. And they'd hire these huge acts and do all these crazy things. So I, I ended up working with Slash, Snoop Dogg, oh, yeah. Maroon 5, uh, Will Smith, all these crazy bands. And they're and they super cool. I, I mean, I literally was backstage playing Guitar Hero with Slash's little kid who looked just <laughs> nice. like him, long hair and everything. And he, he destroyed me. Could you, use, could you see his eyes? Was he wearing a big hat? Top hat? No, the kid was like just like a kid. And Slash looked like, like they looked like doppelgangers. But then when it was time for Slash to go on stage, top hat went on, glasses went on, lit a cigarette in a non-smoking area, and went out on stage Beautiful. and just crushed. Love to see it. The coolest out of all of them, though, was Kiefer Sutherland. Ooh. He was... I watched Three Musketeers last 24, night. 24, baby. So My mom's obsessed with 24. I love that show. Obsessed. And here he is standing there talking to me and stuff. I was like... And I just was like, hey, man, do you care if I call my mom? She's literally your biggest fan. He goes, put her on the phone. Do and he it. goes, Karen. <laughs> I'm not kidding. From like four feet away, I hear, wow. <laughs> and my mom's not like a starstruck person. She do, I, I, I was in shock that she was even capable of these screams. But that that was one of the coolest things. That to, Not for me, for yeah. her. So it made it really special That's to me. Awesome. That was that was that was cool. That's awesome. Hell yeah. But, yeah. But the fact yeah. that he was willing to do that and be so cool about it and like talk to her and stuff, it was really I love awesome. hearing those like celebrity <laughs> stories where they like they play along. They play along for what made them who they are, or, like what people know them for. Yeah. Dude, I, I love twenty four. That was a great show. Yeah, it was. I was one of the few people who didn't watch it. Sorry. Oh man. I did they didn't they didn't let me watch. <laughs> If you will. Let the boy watch. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my 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 other question here on this segment will be uh, if plums. you if you had a a dream venue or person to perform with with the DJ is a little different. So I don't know if you had if you had to share those tapes with somebody. Either or, what would it be? I mean, would it be ultra? Would it be you know Tomorrowland? Like what main stage? Like Oh man! Oh yeah. Um, I, I think in my mind, probably the the most like ultimate thing for me would would be be Tomorrowland. Yeah, like mm-hmm. in another country, and with that insane stage, and Ultra would be super dope too. EDC. Yeah. I've got a list of like, so I make, I'm big on vision boards and law of attraction and all that. I mean, literally the background of my phone is the different countries I want to be in, the different festivals I want to play, Coachella, all that. Mm-hmm. Burning Man? That's not a festival, but that would be pretty Fire awesome. Firefest? Like, Burning Man would be really cool to go if you had a bus and like a really cool crew and like, and then brought production and stuff yeah. and then set up because it's basically like, it becomes its own little city, mm-hmm. but no, I, 
It's one of those things. I literally feed off of like performing for people. It's, oh, it's yeah. It's not I imagine. Some people call it a high. I, I like. I like that it, the energy of it. Like I watch the after movies all the time. Yeah. yeah oh man. Yeah. Was that They're great? Like the uh, from Tomorrowland stuff. Oh, Are those yes. fourteen minute videos. Yes. Did you see the lineup for EDC Las Vegas? It's insane. Mm-mm. But see, when I look at that lineup. I, and this is no joke. I'll like, I'll screenshot it and I'll put my name on there. So I see it like my name's actually listed there. So that's that, cool. Like, Hell like, yeah. It'll happen for me. Right. And someday, Dissolve. someday, you know, Hell yeah, it will. that's a goal. <clears throat> it will be there. It's crazy how that stuff works. It, it does. It really does. It does. Speaking, speaking of which, I will say, um, a lot of your like little videos you do and stuff on your Instagram and stuff like that. I mean, the, the production quality is like over the top. Like, I mean, I literally feel like you are already there. I mean, what do you like? Fake it before until you make it. Is that what it is? Fake yeah, it until yeah. you make it. It's I mean, if you guys haven't gone to Grant Fisher's Instagram right now, do turn this podcast it. off and throw your phone in the water because because <laughs> he's got some badass walk. videos that just like if you watch me, like all right, where's he playing next? Because I'm going, I'm doing it. You know, so the last few videos, my buddy Spencer Miller, so yeah, he, he's young. I messaged him uh, about a month ago, young two dude, months ago. Never heard busy. back. Because he's, I mean, no joke, he's making the videos from The Mandalorian, although like the preview yeah. freaking videos from I can't The Mandalorian. Going to, he tours with the Chainsmokers as their personal videographer. Turned down a gig basically to go out on to like, to like film the lives so we're talking of Will like 50 Smith bucks? and his family. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so he came into Whiskey Row one night. It had no idea who he was. He came up to me and I was, it was just a night that was kind of, it was an off night. And, uh, so I was playing a bunch of stuff that I just don't normally play just for fun to just, it's one of those things where you throw stuff at the wall yeah, and, and you'll play happens. stuff that you like, you know, yeah. and go figure, pack the place out, playing a bunch of trap music, which doesn't typically, you can't usually like live in trap music mm-hmm. any place in Nashville, no. but that night I did. Wow. He comes up to me, he goes, dude. I love what you do. And he's, you know, he looks baby faced. Like he's a, he's a kid. He's a young guy, but so he's insanely he looks like. talented. Oh yeah. He is. Insane. I watched all, I went into his stuff and I mean, he's one of the videos. only guys that makes 3d video. He's like created that, you yeah. know, and here he is telling me this and I never thought anything else of it. Didn't even talk to him again. And then he DMs me. He goes, do you care if I come shoot you? Like shoot, like, yeah. <laughs> can I wear a, can I wear a vest? Yeah, he, he said, "Do you care if I come shoot some video for you?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, that sounds awesome, cool, you know." And then I go to his freaking profile, and I'm like, "Oh, oh, holy crap!" Yeah. And then he became a really close friend, man. Uh, and, and he shot some great videos for me. We're gonna do a photo shoot and some cool like 3D video promo stuff for like moving forward. So I have yeah. some good content. But he is he's he's an awesome dude, super talented. But with that talent, he's literally, now that things are back open up, he's busy, so busy. Oh, yeah. So I'm at his mercy in terms of that, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, bro, I'm going to pay you, and I'm yeah. going to pay you good. But it's a matter of him even being able to do it, you yeah. know. He just shot Machine Gun Kelly for that bar stool. He did all the bar stool stuff. Really? You know, he yeah, shot really? the whole show. Yeah. Wow. He was the videographer for the, that whole thing. Wow. So, yeah, he's, he's as good as they get. It's wild. Very successful kid, man. Um, uh, he's and he's a good good person. That's always important. Better. We've we've had we've had I think a hundred percent on that for the podcast so far. So once we have a bad one, doors opening. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you unique as a DJ in Nashville? <laughs> yeah. You know what I find lately that, that so 
most of the work, I get guys coming to me all the time that are moving to town from LA, yep. Florida, wherever. I mean, yeah. this is the spot. It sure is. Believe it. And we're just getting started. I mean, obviously Miami's Miami, Las Vegas is Las Vegas. They, they've got those ultra clubs and everything, but these guys come to town and they hit me up, you know, and they say, man, you got time for lunch, whatever. And what's amazing is the first thing they say whenever I respond to them, because I, I go through, I literally spend at least two hours every morning just responding to people, like uh, doing, putting some content out, putting the schedule out, that kind of thing. And I write them back and they're like, oh my God, you're the first person to even write me back. Yeah. And you're the one that everyone talks, like says that I should talk to. So this is crazy to me. And I'll, I'll, you know, I'll be like, Hey, listen, I'm going to be out at this event. Uh, meet me 20 minutes before and I'll, you know, we'll chat. I always tell them, I'm like, and this goes for any job to be completely honest. But, uh, as a DJ, I'm like, if you don't have anything nice to say about somebody else, keep your fucking mouth shut. Uh, show up early, give it your best shot. And like, and be a pleasure to work with because mm-hmm. it, it, it's not literally about you. Like you're, it's, you're not, you're not like some superstar yet. You, you've, it, you are like there to provide entertainment and, and entertain the crowd. But it's also important to like, for the staff to have a good time. Cause I can tell you right now, if the staff of a place is having a good time and I don't care where it is, whether it's the Omnia in Vegas or whiskey row in Nashville, the staff's having a good time. Everybody's having a good time. Always. Because the service is better, people are smiling. It's 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 very infectious. So, um, with that being said, what makes me unique on top of all that, just like just trying to be like I, I literally I give a shit what the venue thinks of how I did that night before. I love researching music from other cultures and from all around the world. Uh, Nashville is one hundred percent becoming a melting pot. Mm-hmm. You know, I I I have built a following of Indian people like, like East Indians. I've got a whole group of uh, Venezuelan people that come to see me play every week. I've got a huge group of Brazilian people. Man, that you come almost to see got 80,000 followers on Instagram, like a, like a UN meeting in there. It's, <laughs> you know, the, the followers on Instagram is, is one thing, but like, we're talking about like local people right. that put their asses in the seats here in Nashville. And, and, so what I try to do is find music from not only their culture that like someone that's never heard the song before would still feel it and enjoy it, but like play music from all over the world, you know, mm. on top of the stuff that's popular and cool that I like. Like, obviously I still need to enjoy what I play. So I try to find things I enjoy. If I can't, you know, I'm at the point now where if I can't find something on a song that I enjoy, I just make it myself. Uh, my production partner, he he's awesome. He's the he's the one that sits there and tweaks the buttons and does all that, and I and we just sit down and hash stuff out. Uh, his his name is uh, Kelly Goolsby, awesome dude, amazing producer. Been in Nashville for a long time. Uh, he does a great, 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 great job. That I have too bad of ADD to literally sit in front of the screen and and tweak a certain sound to where it sounds just right. But I will 100% sit in the room and, and yeah. listen until it is, you know what I mean? Kind of right. guide it in that direction. So yeah. What makes me unique is, is the fact that I like, I, I, I think I've, I think way outside of like, well, what top 40 music would Nashville Broadway people want to hear? I think like world, like, okay, mm-hmm. all these people from all over the world are coming here. What can I play that 
works for them and works for the local. And you cater directly to your physical audience. Yeah. Yes, which is uh, huge. 100% yeah. read the crowd. Which yeah. is huge. That this is like a before the episode I was talking about that I was like I've been in places where you can tell the DJ just does the same thing every time or a, a version time. of the same time. Yeah. And then there's people just standing there with their hips on the <laughs> and they're just like what are you doing? <laughs> and uh there will trust be a, me. there will be a point where just dialing it in is not going to work here anymore. Um there are literally like hundreds of DJs moving here all mm-hmm. the time and they're and they're good competitive you know? and they come from cutthroat cities where everyone's a deep, you know, it, right. It, it's, you're going to have to stay on top of your game. It's not, well, you're not just going to be able to do it. Well, tipsy music's behind you all the way. So if they ever try and so, get on your front porch and then we'll, we'll fucking kill them. Yeah. Bring, bring, <laughs> bring the record deal out. Tipsy music. <laughs> so like, so obviously like when you're out at a bar, you, you always see people kind of crowding around the DJ booth. They probably want to hear songs. Do you get that a lot where people come up to you and they're like, Hey, can I hear this? Can I do this? Yeah. And do you like, do, <laughs> too much. do you listen probably, to them right? or do you cater to them at all? It, it really depends. Honestly, most of the time, is that it, when you throw the headphones on, especially with girls, I mean, shoot, I'll, I'll, I'll say, they'll say, do you take requests? And I'll be like, if it doesn't suck, that's literally what I say. And then, so that's, you know, for people, Fiona the, Apple, maybe <laughs> to simply put it, you know, as a DJ, you're, you're, mixing songs based on BPM, which is beats per minute. Right. Mm. So, you know, I could be riding it out right around a hundred BPM, you know, well, that would be like 128, but either way. So I was going to say 127. Yeah. 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 That's, that's actually impressive. Debo. Yeah. I'm good. So like they'll request a song that's way outside of that. And you're like, you know, I tell you what, if you want to hear that song literally next, Oh well, yeah, I, I want to, I want to hear that song right now. Give me a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. I will literally backspin this shit That's and I'll fucking hit play in. on that song. And they're like, hundred dollars. Well, we're about to leave. Yeah, like, well, well, that's sad because there's no one else that's in line to get in here to replace you. So that's, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I actually, I can get pretty, I can get pretty ugly sometimes. It, it, it's, it's all about how people approach me. If someone walks up to me and be like, Hey, if you've got this song, whatever, some people have a good ear for DJing and they, and they'll request a song that literally was the next song you were going to play. Mm, like Frank Sinatra. <laughs> for real. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 that always blows my mind when that happens. I love that. Uh, and I, I'm not completely opposed to taking requests. Yeah. That but, always comes to the territory though of like downtown Nashville. You get the people and most of them are always from out of town. They're like, Hey, I want you to cater to me. It's like, yeah, and that's the, no. the experience that they to have me, with their yeah. local to DJs. Me, to me personally, I feel like when a DJ is up there doing their thing, like it's disrespectful to put right, requests. Right, you know, like unless they're really sucking ass, man. And then I can kind of understand it. But like to me, I'd just rather go somewhere else and find someone, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know. Uh, but it is interesting because you're going to get requests no matter what. Yeah. Oh, I could see that. Best yeah, way to make a request is there are walk Americans up out before there. you even speak, hand the DJ a $20 yeah. bill and be like, I'd like to hear this song. And I'll be honest, I'll still tell people, okay, before I take that do- that 20 bucks, what's the song? And if it's something that doesn't fit what I'm doing or if it's like something that is not appropriate for the, the venue or whatever, you know, maybe it's an aggressive song that is going to start a fight. Slipknot. I don't give a shit if you give me a thousand bucks. Yeah. Which I've turned, man, I've turned down like hundreds of dollars for songs that I knew were going to start a fight. Yeah. And yeah. I just was like, no. Yeah. Because you can't. 
Right. There's a bunch of dudes literally ready to fight. I'm watching them. Jeez. I see them. They're just standing back, you know, not, you know, whatever. The girls aren't paying attention to them. Putting their knee brace on. Tell you, if you always put the girls first, if you always put women first, not only do the women bring other hot women, but all the dudes want to be around the women. They, they honestly don't care what you're going to play because that's the ultimate goal, is, in my opinion. So, like, like, cater to that. Yeah. If you do that, you're probably going to be in good shape. Not too complex. Yeah. Always. I know you got some crazy stories. What's some of the craziest stuff you've encountered up there at the bow? Man, some of it I can't even boo. say because my mom will probably listen to this, but... Uh, you know, just some of the stupid stuff is like, here I am DJing, and I just like gotten Saturday nights at Whiskey Row, which was the premier gig. And I'm up there DJing, and it was before they had a, like an actual booth. It was just a DJ like stand type thing. And this girl gets behind and unplugs everything to plug in her freaking phone. Like everything. Oh, man. Insane. Everything unplugs everything in the middle of like the hottest part of the night, like twelve thirty one a.m. Makes me want to rip my hair out. Somebody shut Dude, down the Red Bull machine. I, There's so many I girls cleared like the, that. I cleared the whole stage. I, I I've about lost my mind. You know, some of the other things I've seen happen. As far as nat- natural selection hasn't gotten her yet. <laughs> It might have. It might have. I mean, I've watched dudes do back, try to do backflips off of off the stage that's five feet tall and face plant. I can't even do that into a pool. I've seen, man, I've seen some wild stuff. It's it's wild stuff. Yeah, that's uh, probably. Yeah, I don't know that anyone wants to hear it. I, I thought some. I thought I had some crazy nights myself, but Lord, um, this we could do an R-rated I, version, like you know. For a membership, you can get the yeah. Patreon. Come to, come to Tipsy's yeah. OnlyFans, and Grant will tell you this. <laughs> yeah, actually, Debone has OnlyFans coming out soon. I I completely believe that. Yeah, yeah. it's happening. Yeah. Uh, I so, mean, being being the hottest DJ in Nashville has to have. Well, some you said you led that off with the hottest. I thought you yeah. said Debone, <laughs> the sexiest <laughs> DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's be, so weird hearing somebody say that. I I. I just I, I feel like I You're do there. really good at what the I do. Hottest DJ in Nashville. DJ in Nashville. DJ Grant Fisher. <laughs> so what was the question that follows that? Uh, <laughs> honest, shit, honestly, oh, I forgot. Well, what? I will say this: it, for the first time ever, uh, as you get, I never believe this to be true because I, I don't I don't sit around bad mouthing others. I don't I I very much, and this is something I got to work on. Very much care what others think of me. Um, the like you think that like the top people they they get to where they're like they don't give a crap what anyone else thinks. I want to be that, but I still do. I like I do. I I care what others think. I'm working on that, but at the end of the day, what I've realized is as you get more success, everybody's not going to love you, and they're not going to understand it, and they don't. I am very much working on being like just focusing on myself and focusing on what's made me successful. And this like surrounding myself with people that, that like see what I, my plan is too, you know, yep. and like, see it, like see me in that role. You know, they see me as a festival DJ. They're like, they believe it's going to happen. Not the ones that are like, well, why do you get that game? You know, why is he doing that? Oh, I see it. You know, it's yeah. pretty wild, man. I, I didn't think it happened to me because I, 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 I genuinely it. try to help others. Uh, I, I, I try to like do whatever I can to help others. 
And listen, if you outwork me and take a gig from me, that's because I, it's because of me. It's not like, it's not, I, I'll never be the victim. Right. There you go. Uh, that's mentality. But yep. damn it, you ain't going to outwork me. <laughs> you ain't going to outwork me. Hell yeah, I will, brother. I promise you that. Uh, and I've challenged the person that thinks they will because they'll just push me harder. And I love that. But damn it, you take my gig. I'm not going to talk shit about you at all. Right. I'm literally going to go back and look at myself and be like, how can I work harder than that? Mm, yeah. Where that never happens again. Control what you can control. About to see Rocky it, Four. Rocky Four coming in. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, this is awesome. I mean, do you guys have any other questions for him before we dive into the next few segments here, the quick ones to close out? I mean, I guess I have one more quick question. It's more of like a technical one. Which yeah. I was wondering, how like, do you right, DJ? So, well, basically, like, you know, you go to a festival and you see the DJs, like, they're dancing around. They're like, they're like pushing all these buttons and they're doing all these, like, these motions with their hands. What, I would say what, he what sounds re- like such an amateur asking these questions, but I would yeah. say it the same way. Yeah. I mean, what, like, so what, like, what's the, uh, I mean, from a technical aspect, is that like real? Are they actually doing anything or are they just like push and play? Okay. And so just, like, some, some do. So here's what you have to look at. Some are like a little pre recorded so, kind of deal or. I'll put this, I'll put, put it this way. Somewhere the work has been done, sure. right? Mm-hmm. Even, even with my DJing at clubs and whatever, you know, obviously I'm working, but none of it's pre-made, but the majority of the work and the preparation was done at home, sitting on the laptop, researching music, finding ways to put them into the right crates and into the right areas so that I can find them. And so that it sparks my brain to be like, Oh yeah, that song goes awesome with that one. I'm going to do that. All that work happens behind the scenes. The performance is the, the showy part and mm. should be the easy part. <clears throat> I, I feel like anybody can mix. Yeah. Anyone can learn to mix, you know, at, at, at a most basic function. I mean, these boards nowadays, I mean, literally you could hit a sync button and it pulls them to the same damn tempos, the whole bit. Like, well, they almost DJ for you. So where does the specialness come from? Where does the like uniqueness come from? It comes from the work on the back end, like that nobody sees, um, on top of that. So when you're looking at a festival, say you're booked to play an hour, you are 100% most likely, whether you're going to mix it yourself or not, either, or a lot of times you have to pre-make the mix. You have to, because not only do you have hundreds of thousands of dollars of lights and all this that are synced to those things, but you have visuals that are synced to those specific things. There, there are a million moving parts that match that show. So yeah, you put in hundreds of hours to make that hour, but then your performance is more show and crowd crowd connection. Yeah. You know, well, thank you for saying that. I was wondering that. Yeah. Yeah, most of those guys of just they pop in a thumb drive and they hit play, and they Hope go place the right thumb drive. <laughs> uh, well, no kidding. Oh shit, it's the dirty movie. Yeah, I do like to still DJ off of a laptop though. Yeah, I, I like to play off Serato. It's got a couple things that you can't do from a thumb drive that are really? cool. Okay, but yeah, those guys. I mean, you almost have to. But this is another goal of mine. For say, I was going to play a festival, and I got an hour. I'm going to play. I want to preload. 500 songs that fit the kind of the vibe I'm going for. I want to talk to my light guy and be like, this is just much as a live performance as mine. And I want you to know that when I do these things, I want you to do these things, but otherwise I want you to feel it and I want you to do it too. Mm -hmm. Like I want you to perform 
just like I am. And I don't want anyone knowing what I'm going to do because I want to look out on the crowd and whatever energy I'm feeling, just like I do with a 400 person crowd, 600 person, thousand person. I want to be able to do that with a hundred thousand people. Yeah. And be like, man, like I feel it, but I kind of want to go in this direction. Yeah. Because imagine pre-making your set and then it like the energy doesn't feel right. And you're just fucking stuck there. Yeah. You're just, now and you're forcing it. I, yeah. I mean, if you're Tiesto or Diplo or somebody, they're probably so fucked up out in the crowd they don't even care. Like they're yeah. gonna love it. But I, in my mind, I want I want people to like literally walk out of there. Like I feel like I just had a, a, a like a spiritual religious experience. Yeah, like, or they linked up. And with I don't know that you can ever necessarily achieve that by pre-making it. Oh without yeah, feeling the energy and then going the direction that you're feeling the crowd, like the energy that you're sharing. Because now, yeah. now that I know the the, the moment, the uh, how the how the cookies made, like whenever I've been out and you're playing, man, it's like we leave. We never like leave. Like you know, this was like you just yeah. whoops. <laughs> As we're in it, it's like it's like it does adapt because I've like I've always I've walked into the places when it's like before it's going. There's like say thirty people in there, and of course it grows to where it's packed at. Uh, uh, DSL mm. or DLS, I mean, uh, and, <laughs> Dude, that's been happening so much. Uh, yeah. And, but, uh, you know, but yeah, DSL but like is. it, like you walk in there, the vibe's good the vibes. Good. And all of a sudden, like people get in it as people get in there, like, but it happens so naturally for you to where I don't No one even realizes it. The the transition is what I'm saying. Like it's yeah. just, it is flowing. I follow my gut, state. man. Yeah. But I've, I've built these things. You got a good gut. I, I give myself a million directions that I can go. Yeah. A million directions. And I, and I, there's just a point, like, there's a point where I'm like, okay, it's time. And like, drop the hammer. I can, yes. <laughs> and I usually pick like two or three of those points in any gig, whether it be brunch or a late night club shift, there'd be like three points where I'm like, okay, it's time. Nice, and little, then, nice little four speed, you know? Listen, dude, it, it, I take them like on a journey, like up and down. Like I bring them super high to where they're going crazy. You cannot live there the whole time. Of course. No. Partly because. I've tried. Uh, right. Too much they, Red Because Bull they can't you. do it. It gets old. You know, the whole, uh, so the brain, the brain literally will ignore constant stimuli. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the it, best example I have is the Ferris Bueller so, teacher that's like, Bueller. Yeah. <laughs> talking monotone and everything. He, it, you, your brain will straight up shut off and it, that will be just background noise. So that's a, that's a very interesting Slip point. Right up, like DJs will do that. Like peak and valleys kind of deal. Like totally. You know, okay. That's interesting. It's like melodies in a song. Well, and you, you take know, them, you take them into a valley. Yeah. Guess what they do? It's like I'm going to walk in there next time. The valley can still, still be a hit, but it's not so wild to where they're like, I'll throw my hands up in me. It's not that wild. It's like still a hit song that they dig. But guess what they think in their mind? I'll get a drink. My drink's empty. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thirsty. But I'm still I'm still walking the now, bar with some swag. You on live that. in one place, even though they're all bangers, and you live in one place for too long, the brain shuts off, and they go, "Huh, I wonder what's going on over at this place." What's my name? And then they freaking leave. I forgot my name. They don't go get a drink. They leave. So there is there's definitely an art to it, man. That that. I don't know that a lot of people realize, you know, it's, it, there is a 100% art to keeping a crowd and 
and getting them to spend money. Cause at the end of the day, pack a place out and your sales suck. Good luck keeping your job. Yeah. Damn. We've got some really good information tonight, yeah. haven't we? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's all dude, stuff that I never really Grant, knew. you're crushing it. Today. Love that. <laughs> how many how many podcasts have you been on? Oh, this is the first one. This is the first uh, one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, I think you told me that already, but I was like, man, you're you were just mowing through this stuff. Well, I, mean, I never thought anyone thought I was that interesting to like talk to <laughs> me. But, I mean, bashful, at the very least I could talk. Number one DJ, most bashful person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> Holy shit. I like the word humble. <laughs> well, I like the seven doors. Bro, I actually so am. I'm, I'm shy as fuck. I'm shy. I'm shy. So am and, I. And I'm, I, I, <laughs> I suffer from like social anxiety. Hey. If well, I'm not in a booth, like where I have a job and like in control, yeah. I, I, man, my chest gets tight. Like, like if you just, we, we talked about this, I think, dude, yeah. I can't hardly stand it. It's so bizarre. I'm like, what in the f- you know, I go to a mall during Christmas where everyone's oh, like stressed gosh. out and shopping and stuff. Oh, man, I cannot, worst. I can't, I can't freaking do it. Yeah. I, I walk straight back out. Nightmare situation. But you put me in a DJ booth or in front of a crowd, and then I don't give a shit if it was a million people. I love that. That is that. It's my home. That's, That's awesome. It's where I well, hell yeah. feel comfortable. We are full Grant Fisher, number one DJ in Nashville team <laughs> yes. here. Yeah. And we're going to put we're gonna, team Grant Fisher. Oh, all, of, all of our, all of our uh, parents that are our followers. <laughs> you guys <laughs> are out of control. Facilitate that. Uh, There's a lot. Of I think I got a cousin that might listen to it, but yeah, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. All of, all of our 12 followers. No, I'm kidding. We actually did really well. I finally told my parents that we're doing this podcast. We did. We did really no well in our chance. numbers. I'm not going to speak numbers directly, but we went well well over what we forecasted so yeah when the mics turn off i can't wait to hear like what the goal was and what it is yeah so uh i like the secretness though we're, we're at least over four times that we shot for so awesome yeah but yeah we're we're team grand fisher I, i've been team grand fisher since i met you i mean Man, he, he's always a been. super and this is off the mic this grand fisher well this is not off the mic but he's he's an awesome guy he's always been super nice he, he he's punctual. He's hard worker. I can't speak, you know, better about him than I than I am right oh, now. Thank so, you. but yeah, I uh, feel like that's the most basic stuff you could do. Yeah, you just do that, <laughs> and like you're already like it's just yeah, you're already doing reliability. Bad. I'll take that over talent T-bone. all day. Is that reliability. a banana in your pants? Yeah, sorry, I got already on there. <laughs> oh, that's bananas and cream moonshine. <laughs> yeah. Oh I'll man, we are running. We, we're running a little long again. That means it's oh, a good yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> It's been just we're doing natural. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna run to our wrap ups. We got Drew's hot chicken and then uh, Corey's corner. Corey's so corner. Corey, you ready for this in a little bit? Sure. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So, all right. Well, it's gonna be quick. <laughs> Drew's hot chicken. Do, do, do. All right. Well, my hot chicken this week. It's actually kind Make of it fast. it's like a story. <laughs> but all right. So, well, today's Tuesday. We went out on Sunday. Today is D Bone and Corey and a bunch of other people that we were with. I met up with them later. I was busy throughout the day. Met up with them. They were all hammered drunk. Hammered. Never seen you guys that drunk before. What? It was great. Now you've seen me that drunk. Anyway, before. we went out to Ainsworth that night for uh, for the fight for the Logan Paul Floyd, Wind- Logan Floyd Paul. Mayweather fight. <laughs> yes, my voice <laughs> fucking. Nothing, okay. nothing gets past D Bone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't know you're a yodeler. <laughs> you wasted no time for that one. Um, so, so, so we went out to Ainsworth for the fight, fight, and, you know, fights over, everyone leaves. Well, I, uh, my friend, I, I was trying to go back downtown. So my friend, so I'm like, Hey, uh, do you mind giving me a ride back downtown to meet up with some other people? 
So he's like, yeah, but my car is outside of Tin Roof to Mumbrian. So we have to walk about a half mile from Ainsworth all the way to Tin Roof. Well, we get there and he's like, shit, my car is gone. He can't find it. He's freaking out. He's had a, he has a girl with him that he's taking home. With him. So, um, so he's walking up and down the street trying to, trying to, you know, find, figure out what happened to his car. I feel uh, like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect timing. <laughs> so, so I'm keeping this girl occupied. Well, we look up the street, and about mm, 75 yards away, there's a bar called Vibes that has uh, somewhat of a reputation at this point now. For having killer vibes. Sure does, to say the least. So we look up the street, and uh, there's a giant brawl that's happening. As it's as everyone, brawl? As, as it's letting out. A brawl. Oh, brawl. Brawl. So there's a, there's, a, there's a big brawl. So this girl, I'm keeping her occupied. And I'm like, and she, she just moved to town three weeks ago. So she's like, all right. I say, look, there's a brawl up there. I'm like, Hey, just FYI, there might be gunshots soon. Might be just heads up. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, just, if you hear anything, Hey, just don't be surprised. Sure enough. 10 minutes later, pop, 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 pop. Four gunshots, four or five. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I mean, shoot, that happened. What a month ago at that place. So basically, my hot chicken is uh, there's a bar called Vibes, and I don't know if they're going to be around much longer because that's like two or three shootings in the last they were shooting two months. The chicken. I'd say that's not the ideal vibe they want to be putting out. I don't think so. No, I don't yeah, think so. Come here, Mike. Mike gets shot. And not. so, uh, so yeah, that was that was a that was a roller coaster of a night. And then it turns out my friend's car was back in Midtown uh, the whole time. So we had to walk all the way back through the war zone the old, and, uh, and get back in the car. The old forgot where your car was bit. <laughs> Sounds like he's good to drive. Always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was uh, yeah, quite the roller coaster. But anyway, yeah, I mean, shoot, vibes, gunshots. Um, <laughs> wouldn't Don't recommend it. All right. Well, uh, since, anyway. since, uh, since Murph's not here, we got Corey's Corners. Which, oh, uh, man. Kick his ass, Seabass. Oh. Yeah, so uh, Corey, what you got for us this week? Oh man, this week uh, finally doing a little vacation time. Oh, yes. I heard about this. Yes. I love this city more than anybody. Don't get me wrong, I love mm. it, but <laughs> I got to tap out every now and again. Nashville I gotta, strong. I got to bust loose and tap out of here for a little bit, regroup, reset. It's gonna do a little fishing trip down in Tampa. With some buddies, we kind of pivoted. Now we're a handful of us going to Vegas now. So be doing a little Vegas weekend baby. Vegas trip. Hadn't been out there in a minute, so get out there. Corey's going to Vegas. Any big plans for Vegas while you're there? Not yet, man. We're just what's your favorite, Corey? What's your favorite like game to play at the casino? Man, I'm not a not a big big gambler, but uh, I hit the not even for the free drinks. Eh, I'd rather just get. I usually just get cash, (laughs) sit a roulette, and don't don't even put a put a bet on the table, and just get free drinks. I like the blackjack. I just do all three columns and just like sit there with the same chips. I'm blackjack too. Yeah. It's like the most fun. It's, it's the worst more, odds. It's soothing it's for me. I, I just like to chill, fun. play a little blackjack. And, and I love Wheel of Fortune slots. Love them. Mm. They start swapping the dealers out. It's like, yeah, I'm done. So, I paid for uh, a whole yeah. Vegas trip off a of Wheel of Fortune slot one time. Quarter yeah. slot. Back yeah. when uh, MGM came here, we used our buddy uh, <clears throat> Nate. Nate. The guy who peed off the back of the... Uh, <laughs> The party bus from the birthday. Yeah. With the Brown Burgundy birthday. Oh, yeah, I saw that video. Broadway yeah, on, on Nashville and Shitty. Or, oh, wait, I, music, just, I music, just combined two Instagrams. Was it music guns. shitty? Music shitty, yeah. Nashville and Shitty. <laughs> In his defense, uh, he was trying to get the bird shit off to... What's the Nashville and Shitty? Music shitty is... Wipers are broken. Music yeah, they, shitty. They took it off. I have it saved on my phone, so I'll show it to you after. But, uh, so he... 
music pissing. He's like a he's good at gambling, and like they gave him like a, a promo code. So I was like, dude, give me yours. I'll put, I'll put in the five hundred dollars, and uh, you know, see what happens. I'm terrible at gambling. I have not put any money in since. I've literally just been floating around with this balance. <laughs> they flew me out for a free hotel stay and everything. Like jokes on them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. have, literally, literally, I've, I've, I've ranged from like three hundred dollars, like eight hundred dollars. All I do is bet on like the Masters. Who's gonna win? I, I bet on Tom Brady to win the national or the Super Bowl. Close. Of course, you were close. There. Actually, did too. Of course, and uh, won that. So I won Dustin Johnson. I won Tom Brady. Those are the two big wins I've had that just kept my account afloat, basically. And uh, I keep getting all these emails every time I win, and uh, which is two times. Did you bet on Jacksonville to win the Super Bowl? I did already. <laughs> Do you know what my buddy does in Vegas? Literally pays for his whole trip every time. He bets the over and under of women's college basketball. Huh. That's it. Hmm. If it's a crazy high number, he bets against it. If it's like a reasonable number, he bets. You know, we should talk more it. about this afterwards. I need to. I need to. I need to get ready. Life's too short to bet the under. <clears throat> We're gonna start. It's that. always like a two to one odds type of thing, usually. Mm-hmm. But women's basketball in, in college doesn't score a ton of points. They just don't because they're shorter quarters. The whole writ. So uh, he just he bets the, like the most common sense bet. And well, Drew watches a lot of women's basketball. Makes so. his whole. They just can't dunk. Pays his whole trip every time. Yeah, that's true, true, true story. I'll have to get in on that. Shit, yeah. Do you think there's less data going in there, like to where they can't make as accurate bets, to where it's easier to bet, or what? No, he straight up looks. He's like, there's literally no chance that they're going to score 120 points in this fishing game. in a barrel. Hmm. And then he bets against it, and he wins. It's always two to one odds. Like, so, like he'll throw a grand down, like like Fisher, in a barrel. <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, well, yeah, well, those are the two last segments. All right, oh shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Ah, oh, shit. I got to Google something real quick. Hey, uh, one of you two come up with a new question for a grant real quick while well, I do this last part. I did not prepare for. Oh. <laughs> you just want me to talk about stuff? Yeah, yeah I mean, go ahead. <laughs> uh, give us another crazy story that, you, yeah. that you've experienced at one of the venues. Don't have to mention Oh, wait. What's your favorite bar? Oh, yeah, yeah. We need that one. We need that one. Shit. We, we wait until one. the end of the show to ask. But hey. we, have to, we, have a, we have a sheet of everyone's favorite bar that we've had on here. You have okay, to just so, name one. So I'm not going to name one. That's not that's not my style. Just like one, your favorite place to grab a beer or something. One a, I'm going to tell you this. One B and one C. So Thursday nights, I play, uh, generally, I play Tin Roof on Demumbrian. The original Tin Roof for the entire, like, oh, nationwide yeah, yeah. Tin Roof. <laughs> That's probably now. that's probably the most like laid back, chill. That's like where I I love that gig because it it's just fun, man. I have a great time doing it. It's all locals for the most part. I play stuff that I don't get to play other times. Uh Friday nights, I've rotated those. I've I've been going all over. I've been doing I've been doing a lot at the Grand Hyatt, which is like a beautiful rooftop. I've been there yet. That I mean COVID COVID basically put me to where I was having to play hotels where I was never playing hotels before ever, you know, uh, dream called me to play those brunches. They're like, Hey man, do you think a brunch on Saturday would work? I was like, Oh yes. Yes. Never did I anticipate that it'd become the huge success yeah. that it is. Uh, but you know, I, I'm ready. I, I didn't have a bunch of clean edits of stuff or anything. I, I, I played, I played for clubs, you know, nightclubs. So the hotel thing was cool. So that's different. The Friday nights are different than the Thursday nights. And then the Saturday brunches are their own thing. <clears throat> and then sa- Saturday nights, 
you know, I'm, I'm usually like at whiskey row club level or at dirty little secret. And that's, you know, just that those are the hardest shifts because you're, you're just having to play. You're having to crush the whole time. Mm-hmm. I got you. Well, I have enough time there. That was a good answer. Great answer. Lots of great places. I like love. Well, it's cool that you get to move around, so you're not like doing the same thing. I'll have to add one over. of those to your list. It is nice. Yeah. I'll read the list of this, and then I'll, I'll just put one on the list for you. Because we have to have, we have a list of like you just need one, just one, which is my favorite place. Whether it be for you to just grab a beer, for you to perform at, whatever. Just if you if I, if I have a list, your name and that thing is on that on that list. <laughs> Man, you can put an I, I gotta by. say. The most fun that I have is Whiskey Rose Rooftop. All right. Okay. That's the best best time that I have. All right. That's, that's, uh, and I enjoy all the, I enjoy all of them a lot. But those Sundays that I do on Whiskey Rose Rooftop, I have like a genuinely good time. Well, I'm going to start coming up there for uh, Sundays now. Yeah. Listen, a lot of it's yeah. because a lot of the service industry people that like I work with through the week, that like they're off mm. and they all come and hang out. And I, I just feel like I'm kicking it with friends, but playing music. Like, yeah. It, it, it's just a really good time. Well, really D Boone will be up there this Sunday. Well, you guys will hear this three weeks late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'll be there. You're going to uh, hear it on my birthday. That's right. Hell yeah. That's, that's crazy. Today's that was, my birthday. That was, that was not planned. Happy birthday uh, today, Sunday. Happy birthday, Grant. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Happy birthday. It is that date I told you earlier, right? Is your birthday? No, you said the 29th. Which 28th? Is that a Tuesday? No, 28th, 28th is my birthday, which is a Monday. Oh, okay, shit. sorry, it's 29th then. It's a Tuesday. Yeah. So, all right. Happy, right. happy, well, late, happy belated close birthday. Close enough. Yeah. But, uh, Will, all right. So, the last major question here. I don't know. You still have all these rules on here that we never even <laughs> listened to. Um, uh, yeah. So, are you tipsy or are you stupid? So, who has the most Grammy Awards out of all the DJs in EDM today? Who has the most Grammy awards? David Guetta. Mm, I'm sorry. Calvin Harris. Oh. Come on. Don't bullshit me. Um, the most Grammys of any DJ? Skrillex. What? Oh, I I mean, that, that would have been a guess. Yeah. My next was going to be Daft Punk. Oh, yeah. Skrillex, Skrillex would have been the next. Yeah, Skrillex. Let's see. Here. Um, I could read the thing, but I won't do that. Cause we're Which is it. amazing because he's got – his stuff has never been, like, commercially appealing. Because right. it's, it's more dubstep, right? That's right. that's his main thing. Yeah. I, was, I was shocked when I read that. I, I read through a bunch of different things I could throw on there, and that was most shocking. But I don't know. I, was, I wanted to test you a little bit. You're so good at everything. I wanted to – Shut the fuck up. I wanted to see you fall a little bit. <laughs> Oh, you down, proud. Yeah. The reason I said David Guetta is because he's got so many pockets. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. you would think. But do they even throw him into the EDM? I don't know. Yeah. Skrillex is EDM. I mean, if you if asked me, I'd, say, I'd say DJ Earworm. If Avicii were still alive, <laughs> I would. Man. I would have guessed him. Yeah. Love Avicii. Yeah. It's tough. RIP, baby. Stuff always made you feel good. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. at the end of the day. That's what it's about. Yeah. That's right. Well, it's about time for D Bones pullout. Grant, anything left? that you would like to leave us with on this podcast. We're definitely having you back. Okay. So I am working on a record uh, right. to be announced when that'll be released. We'll do a huge thing. Uh, we are going to do a cool birth. The only, so I'm playing South Florida for my birthday weekend, which is 
June 28th. Is it, is that going to be the weekend before this? Or yeah. After? So I guess this doesn't matter. Um, moving on. We could do some previews that we literally on Instagram before that. Um, let's see. So, Hey, we're before the next week's <laughs> podcast, uh, Grant, his birthday, and then we're gonna be in South Florida. Yeah. So literally, I'm the only the only gig I'm playing in Nashville the week of my birthday is is that Thursday at Tin Roof, and I'm ordering a ton of production and like hazers and lasers, and it's gonna be stupid. Lasers, blazers. That's all gonna be awesome. all kinds of lasers. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. Otherwise, laser, man, that, that is other than just grinding right now. That's my main focus is is getting getting stuff together because the end the end goal is to play festivals and and part of that is to have original music and to have original remixes and and you can't just go download all that stuff. Oh yeah. Go, you know, being an open format DJ is one thing. Playing a festival where people are like there to see your stuff is a different thing. You know. Hell yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, definitely look forward to that. We're going to post some stuff for you in the leading up to that. And uh, I think we got some good little things we can put into like some little videos and stuff, you know, uh, leading up to it. But uh, but yeah, so for the next uh, about like four minutes to five minutes and some change, we got some music from DJ Grant Fisher here, which you can find on SoundCloud. Uh, is there like a special link on SoundCloud? I forget how that works. Is it just? I mean, you search DJ. You Grant should be Fisher. able to just research DJ Grant Fisher. But it, yeah, my roommate and I, who's he's my production partner. He's an amazing producer, Kelly Goolsby. We did this remix uh, of Wishing Well. I, I've been thinking in my head that I wanted to do Wishing Well remix forever, and then Juice World died. And, but oh, and right. after he died, I, the song like I was like shit. He wrote this song like he was literally Great like. Song telling you that he was he was having these struggles <laughs> yeah and so I, I wanted to remix that song and it's crushing it it's oh, yeah. crushing it oh, yeah. love to hear that alright guys well, I'm gonna play it now uh, I'm gonna mute my mic for just a little bit cause I have to go uh, take care of some business real quick but you got I'm gonna leave y'all's mics live is that cool that way you guys if you wanna throw some commentary in there you can I'm gonna be silent and drink. I, mean, I was, was gonna say I might just turn mine off. Yeah, and just, just mute, enjoy mute it. Mute me, mute me. I'll just listen. who wants to be muted. Everyone, I, just mute. I'm, I'm gonna turn my mic off. All right, all right, whatever. All right, DJ Grant Fisher. Oh.
Hell yeah. Well, that was awesome. Thanks again, Grant, and we'll see you all next week.